Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be picking away. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. All right, Taz and the Moose with you here on this Tuesday morning on CBS Sports Radio as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams. With their help, they can help you too. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Uh, we kick off this hour as we spend a little, a little, obviously, hour number one, talk a little bit about the Monday night game which went the Patriots' way, dominating fashion over the Jets, 33-zip the final there. And then a little bit about the Zion Williamson injury. We kick off this hour. Let's get to a little pigskin pileup. It's now time for the pigskin pileup. Taz and Moose circle the wagons around the NFL. Certainly do. Out to Kansas City we go first, Taz, because Andy Reid's not going to put a timetable on the return of Patrick Mahomes to the quarterback spot uh, after he suffered the uh, what dislocated kneecap uh, in his last game. Um, you know, Matt Moore obviously is going to be starter in his stead. No timetable on his return. I don't know what necessarily. I mean, right. he's going to be out a little while. I mean, you're not going to be rolling right back, right? No, I mean, but Andy Reid doesn't want to define it. I mean, everyone heals a little bit differently, as we've discussed. Different athletes, you know, age comes into play. What kind of physical condition sure. you're in comes into play. There's a lot of different factors. Some guys heal quicker than others, and gals heal quicker than others. Right, right, of course. Um, so he's not going to tell you that it's, you know, three weeks, four weeks, eight weeks. I mean, even if he did and he was healthier quicker, I mean, he'd be back in the starting lineup. I don't know necessarily what to read into the fact that Reed won't put a timetable on Mahomes' return. Yeah, I, yeah, it's kind of weird. I agree with you. I mean, so like you said, you know, they have Matt Moore in there. Um, look, a lot of weapons, as we know. It's not just Mahomes on that Chiefs team. They're a really good team. <laughs> so, I mean, they're, they're, they're sitting there 5-2 and two for a reason. They're legit. But, you know, like, so they just beat up on the Broncos 30-6, to six, as we know. 
but the Broncos were prepared for Pat Mahomes. You know what I mean? So it's like, when, as you know, when, when teams are preparing for a different quarterback, then it's different. Now they'll prepare. For, they have to prepare. You know, they got to prepare for more, and they got to pay for what they're playing Green, Green Bay. They got to prepare for more and and Mahomes. So, you, so uh, maybe that's why he's doing it. Meaning Reed. I don't know. I mean, it's yeah, a little. Maybe, you know, maybe I don't know. Yeah, he said it was a stretch uh, for him to play this week against the Packers. I would imagine. So sure. he said. He, Reed would go on to say, you go off how he feels, what the doctors are going to go with. Uh, I don't think there's a set time, though. I know people want a time, but I don't think you can do that with this injury. Uh, I mean, so, I mean, listen, he's not playing this week against the Green Bay no, Packers. No. I mean, uh, you know, so. No, I agree. Uh, I think it's going to be a little while. You want to make sure. And, Tez, I, I know Andy Reed and the Chief fan, you know, wants to get a little greedy because they, they want to, you know, they want to take down the Pats. They want right. to go to the Super Bowl. They want to get back to the AFC Championship game. And, and sometimes that year, it doesn't work out that way. But you also got to think about the long-term success of your franchise and making sure that Mahomes is there for the next 10 to 12 years. You don't right. want to rush him back to where all of a sudden, and I know medical advancements have changed, but you do not want this being an issue or him having knee problems here for the duration of his career. You want to make sure when he comes back, he's set ready to go. I, I agree. And, you know, right now as we sit here, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs are number one in passing offense. Number one. Okay, so it's like you gotta you gotta realize that's gonna change, and you know, I mean, with more there, things are gonna change. But they, they don't care about the stats. But teams' defenses do. They know what they're going against when you're dealing with a Mahomes and you're dealing with the, the, the weapons on this team. But now that changed a little bit. Uh, you know, Hills there, Kelsey's there, hell of a tight end. I mean. You know, maybe they give the ball to Shady. Maybe McCoy gets more touches, you know, r- rushing the ball. I mean, I-, I would utilize that. You got a really good offensive line there, but you're going against a good team in the Packers. So, who knows? Uh, we'll see what happens. But hopefully it's not too long because we-, we discussed it. Mahomes is not good for the NFL, not good for sports. He's great for it. No doubt. You know, so. Totally agree. Uh, up to Foxborough quickly here, Taz. Two things coming out of last night. Number one, the Patriots so far, as they are 7-0 on the season, right? They are plus 175 in point differential. Hmm. You have to go all the way back to 1920. The last NFL team that was through seven games that had a greater point differential than the New England Patriots. Greater than the 85 Bears. Greater than the 2000 Ravens. Schefter just tweeted out. You have to go all the way back to the Buffalo All-Americans <laughs> in 1920. Oh my God. Who were plus two eighteen? They had stats back then. Who were plus two eight? <laughs> think about how how dominant they were. They were plus two eighteen through seven games. The Patriots are plus one seventy five, but that shows you just how dominant this Patriot team is. Insane. Or like you said earlier, who they play yet? Yeah, true. <laughs> right now, Schefter also ah! pregame last night. Taz, you were watching it, and yeah. you know I was tuned in as well at times. I missed that. Uh, you know, saw the Randy Moss interview that he did with Brady. Oh uh, yes. Um, but Schefter gave you something interesting as well. We know Brady's house is for sale. Yes. We know his trainer's house up in Foxborough is yes. for sale. Yes. Brady's contract is such at forty-two years of age that. You know he has, uh, you know he is an opt out, or you know he can basically get out from underneath this deal, right? And uh, you know he, he doesn't, you know, can get out from being connected to the Patriots after the season, so he's not signed long term up there in Foxborough. There's a lot of people that believe maybe that Tom Brady either a this is going to be it for Brady. Now Schefter threw out the idea of maybe him playing or him not ending his career, kind of intimated the fact that maybe him ending his career someplace else. That would surprise me 
that part. I will. I, side note: for, I saw the stuff you're talking about with the, the house and this and the trainer's house, the, the chef, the stuff. I saw that, and I agree. It was interesting because what's his name wasn't buying it. Uh, was it Young. Steve Young? Steve Young was not buying it. But like that matters a hill of beans. But anyway, um, I find this interesting. The past couple of interviews I've seen Tom Brady on TV, and I, I, I don't want to sit here and say I studied it. He hasn't even said Belichick's name. I, I think this it's always been a little trouble in paradise with those two. I really did. We've talked about that in the past. I haven't seen all the, like, yeah. asked about Belichick and no, hasn't just, said his name. Just like, or just... He doesn't even mention him. Like, he mentioned okay. the defense yesterday. You saw the interview with Randy yeah. Moss, right? I thought it was a good interview. Yeah, I thought it was, too. I no, thought it was Randy cool. did a nice player. job. I thought he did a good job. And, then, you know, and then you can see the respect. They're, they're former teammates and all yeah. that jazz. And, Bel- I'm sorry, uh, uh, Brady, uh, uh, paraphrasing, but you saw what happened. You know, Moss said, well, how are you guys winning right now? And he didn't put it over himself or the offense. He said defense. Our defense is this, ba 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 there was a good opportunity for him to say something about Belichick. He, and he didn't I, do it. I just found that. I, I don't know why. I go by instincts a lot. I don't go by what people say or this or that. And I just felt like, meaning like rumors. I don't go by rumors. I thought that was odd that he didn't take an opportunity to give credit to arguably the best defensive mind in the history of football. Uh, it, that, no, that's interesting. You're right about that. Um, I guess. Uh, I, I didn't, don't know. I didn't pick up on that. So you think... There's a chance he leaves, not calls it a career. Would you be surprised if Brady's not playing football in 2020? I have to be on the fence on this one. This question you're asking me is an awesome question. But I have to be on the fence. This is why. My gut tells me he retires a Patriot. I don't know what year, but he's going to retire a Patriot and be done. Not going to do like Montana did. Remember when he went to Chiefs after he left the uh, Niners? Remember that years ago? I, I picture, and people that don't know, I mean, Joe Montana had an amazing career with the 49ers. I was coming off the elbow surgery, right, remember? Right. And, and, and Young had to assume the control of that 49ers That's team. That's it. That's right. it. I wanted to just tie in the, the Steve Young comments. Yeah. So we'll segue for you. But So, why I'm on the fence is, I also feel like he's got some kind of a issue or some sorts towards Belichick and Belichick with him. So... I don't know why. I mean, and, and it sounds like he's heading up here towards this area. That's what it sounds like, right? That's what we, we, we I remember we were discussing that. Like, he's moving. He's looking to maybe move was somewhere near New York City or New Jersey. Well, I know they've looked in. I know they've looked in Greenwich, Connecticut. Okay. Um, I, because they they do have a... Expensive have area. A, I don't know if you can swing that. Well, they... Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I know they, they do have a penthouse in Manhattan. Shocking. Um, I think down in the village. So well, I, I know him and Giselle do have that. And but I know they've looked in Greenwich. They looked in Upper Westchester. Right, right. You know, horse country. There's a lot of sure. actors and actresses that that live up there. Yeah. Um, you know, Pound Ridge area, all that kind of stuff. Pound so, Ridge, yeah. And that's um, uh, you know, that's about 45 minutes for all those out there. Then Oklahoma and Texas. That's about 45 minutes north of New York City. Yeah, he's not coming to Oklahoma or Texas either. Right. Sorry. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, Taz, to answer the question I threw out there to you. Um, I still would be surprised if he played someplace else. Even with him putting his house up for sale, even with his trainer putting his house up for sale, I think there's a better chance if they win a Super Bowl this year that he says, I'm done. Let me ask you this, though. Uh, do you feel that there's an issue with, him, with you know, Belichick yeah, I think they. I think they have a lot. I, I, I think the common thing that keeps that group together is Kraft. Huh. Okay. Kraft's relationship with, with Belichick. Yeah. And then Kraft's fatherly son relationship Brady. with Brady. Yeah. Mm. I think it's if it wasn't for Robert Kraft, 
I think there might have been a divorce between those two personalities a while back. I think Kraft is the equalizer between the two. Right. If you're right. asking me, you know, kind of reading it from the outside, some things that I've heard, I think kind of that's the thing. I'm not saying they hate one another, right, but right. there's no doubt that Jimmy Garoppolo was the backup plan for Brady. And 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 the reports were that that 2018 is when, you know, when uh, Belichick wanted to transition away from Brady to a new quarterback. So that didn't happen. He ended up in, in San Francisco with the 49ers because, if you believe the reports, because he went to he went to Kraft and said basically get rid of Garoppolo, and they got rid of Garoppolo. So, see, he goes, he goes above Bill Belichick. I mean, Correct. he has that kind of clout. We know yeah, that. Yeah, he has that kind of clout. But and, you know what I mean? He, yeah. So And Brady, listen, I, and maybe, or or you could look at it this way. Maybe Brady is tired of hearing about the nonsense that he's he's won all this stuff because of Belichick and says, I'll go someplace else and win. He and won't, and win, I, he won't win. And he won't, I agree with you. But from his perspective, the competitive nature, if I go someplace else and win, Taz, I don't even have to hear. There could be no question whatsoever about me being the greatest to ever play the position. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I know when, uh, and I talked about it here, when, I know when I, my wife and I, we went, and my son, uh, we went to Cape Cod during the summer, and I remember seeing on the local news there in Massachusetts, because you get the Boston News, and it, it was, <laughs> they were showing Tom Brady's house, and then it was up for sale, and the local news guys and girls, it was like the most catastrophic thing. Wait a minute. Hold on. It was almost like breaking news. Like Tom yeah. Brady's put his house up for sale. Like, it's like people were freaking out up there, dude. Like, freaking out on the news. It was very funny. The I house think. is amazing. Two days they were covering it. Two yeah. days. Yeah, no, the house. They showed the house. The ho- it's not even a house. It's, like, uh, it's got a it's, parking it's, garage. It's a building. I mean, it's, it's got it's, a parking garage. It's unbelievable. Gar- yeah, it's, it's an insane house. It's unbelievable. It really uh, staying up in Foxborough just came down. Schefter tweeted out, and here it is. What I happened? Mean, uh, the Patriots have acquired Mohamed Sanu from the Atlanta Falcons wow. for a second-round draft choice. They're looking oh, for another God. wide receiver in desperate need oh. for another wide receiver. They get a former Scarlet Knight. Oh. We know Belichick loves former Scarlet Knights. That yeah. entire roster is dotted with players that played for Greg Schiano down at Rutgers or played for that Rutgers program, Taz. So well, yeah, Mohamed think- Sanu is now a New England Patriot. You know what? Good for Mohamed Sanu. He gets out of Atlanta. Yeah. That's a disastrous situation and goes to an offense that he will absolutely fit as a team. No and they'll doubt. be creative with him as well. Oh, because the God. one thing with Sanu can do is he can throw the football too. He's good. Yeah, he's and a he's good a hell of a player. I remember him at Rutgers. And you make a good point about that connection with Belichick, with Rutgers. Love Shiano guys. I Also, I'm pretty sure, uh, I believe his son, Belichick's son, played lacrosse at, uh, went to Rutgers and played lacrosse there. Correct. I'm pretty sure he Long did. Long snapper. Yeah. Lacrosse, though, too, we played there. Yeah, no, I yeah, know. Played I football too, but, yeah, he was a walk-on, I believe. Uh, oh, I didn't way. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, football, yeah. too. Football, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Belichick used to show up at practice from time to time. Right. Oh, imagine that. You're sitting there and you play well, for Rutgers and Belichick walks on the field. Well, right. Uh, he, You know, he'd be sitting there. And you've seen him at press conferences wearing Rutgers gear. I've seen him at press conferences wearing Hopkins lacrosse gear too. That has nothing to do with the topic. No, I he's get it. Friends with yeah, and he's Petra and he's Mala, a big, huge lacrosse fan. Yeah, he is. So. He played lacrosse over at the. He went to one of those Nescacks. Either tough, not Tufts. He went to Wesleyan. He went to Mike. Please have your team. I think he went to Wesleyan. Which yeah, is I up, there, right. up there somewhere past you in Connecticut, though, like a little north of that's you. That's way up. Yeah, it's yeah. a little near that's Hartford, a little north. right? Something yeah, that's Hartford? about two and a half hours. Nice little campus there. Yeah. I think he played lacrosse over there. And his daughter 
is I think the lacrosse, one of the lacrosse coaches all at Holy Cross up in Worcester, Mass. Oh, I didn't I know I kind of know the whole Belichick. You do? He went to Wesley. Yeah, I know the whole Belichick thing. Well, it's because of the lacrosse stuff. That's how I know. Um, But, yeah, so he's connected well, there. So that news just, I didn't look at my phone. So that just broke about yeah. Sanu. I didn't know that. Yeah, Sanu. This sucks. I mean, I hate it. Wow, the Patriots get better. Oh, God, no. Here's the one. It's Why? interesting. Stop. Well, I, you knew they were going to get a wide receiver. They had to get somebody. They were going to get, you knew they were going to get somebody to help out that offense. The offense just isn't good enough. And Sanu's going to help out that team. He is a good player. I agree with you. He is, a, he is a definitely a good player and was at Cincinnati, was down in Atlanta with the Falcons. And they're going all in. I mean, they are on this year. Oh. I mean, uh, you know, they're trained second-round draft choices. They're looking to try and win in the here and now, Taz. So uh, that's a good – I'm not telling you you should love it if you're a Bills fan, but no, if you're a Patriot fan, it. you help out that offense a little bit. Down to Carolina we go next. Uh. Uh, Kyle Allen, well, you saw Cam Newton come back on social media as he is beginning his rehab. Kyle Allen, that's still his team down in Carolina as of now. Uh, even with Newton rehabbing, and the Panthers have made it perfectly clear, Cam Newton is not stepping back on the field until he is completely 100% healthy. Allen has done a nice job in his stead at the quarterback spot. That's his team here moving forward as of right now. Would you cement it as Kyle Allen's team and try and pair off Cam Newton here before October 29th and trade oh, them? man, up? that's hard. We, you know, we've talked about this recently, too. Uh, I, that's Cam's team. I get it. it this kid is it was, anymore? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it is this anymore. This kid's playing good, man. Play well. Really playing good. Yeah, it's a tough deal. I mean, <laughs> I feel bad for Cam Newton because this kid is tearing it up. And how do you not go with the hot hand? Right or wrong? How do you well, not I go agree. with the hot hand? And how do you go? How do you go back to a guy that clearly number one? You know what Cam Newton Spends reminds up. Taz, you and you see this from time to time with older fighters, mm. guys that have been through the battles, yeah. and they can't fire. And what I mean by that is, you know, they, they can't fire the punch that they need to fire. That That's they me used now. To be, That's how I am now. Yeah, that they used Washed to be able off. to fire. You yeah. saw that with De La Hoya at the end. You saw it oh. when he's going up against quicker fighters and yep. everything like that. You saw it to where they can't get the punches off that they used to get. And I look at Cam Newton and I feel like it's kind of like the same. Mm. Because his body, he, he can mentally. His mind wants it. His right. mind wants it. Right, right. But his body can't do what his mind wants him to do like yeah. it could in the past. And and then anytime you get to that point, because he's been banged up, he's been hurt, he's taken hits, he's played hurt. He's been a remarkable NFL quarterback. There's no doubt about it. A transformational talent, but he doesn't. He no longer plays at the level that he once did. So if you're Carolina, and I understand that was Cam's franchise, but right now, don't you have to win football games? Isn't that what it's about? And Allen doesn't yeah. give you the better chance to win no, games right now. No, I, I, I dude, I, I know. What are they like four and two? They're four and two now. I mean, so yeah, you, you got to go with the hot hand. You got it. And I think you make a good point about him being. A little bit. I don't want to say there's he's a, washed up, but he's a little bit. Yeah, I know you didn't say that either. No, but he's a, a tick. He's a tick behind. Correct. Just a tick behind, and and that's a problem. You know, that's a problem. Um. Yeah, I mean, if you're the Panthers, I think you go with this kid, Allen. You know, you're gonna have a pissed off Cam Newton on the bench. Well, you know what? If Allen, if things falter, you know, they're sitting in second place right now in the NFC South, right behind the the, the uh, Saints. You're four and two. If you're in your your next contest, and Allen's not playing well, and, and blah 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 blah. You got Cam there, and that that'll keep Cam will be you know Cam will be he'll have, he'll be motivated to do well because he's never been in this position with the Panthers that he's been behind the eight ball. He's always yep. been in front of the eight ball. You know what I mean? So and when they coming off a bye, right? They, they they're going to San Francisco. So 
they got a tough game. Which will be a tough team. Yeah. Uh, and a tough game here. Um, how about down to Jacksonville? Nick Foles to return to Jaguars practice. It's my team. Gardner Minshew. We know Minshew mania. Yeah. Jacksonville coming off a victory against the Cincinnati Bengals. When Foles is set ready to go, that's his team? Uh, I don't think so. Do you? I do. I think they give the starting so? job back to Foles. Really? Okay. They love this Minshew kid. I know they do, but let me ask you, Taz. They're so heavily invested in Nick Foles financially. You don't think Foles, due to the broken clavicle, you know, he comes back, he plays. You go and right to him. And they go back to Nick Foles. I st- I, I, and listen, Minshew has been a revelation. They're selling mustaches down there and right, everything right. and having Minshew days down in Jacksonville. And I get it. He's been a huge talking point in the, here in the NFL. I just think when Foles is ready to play, um, I think he's back as the starter down there in Jacksonville. Uh, man, I don't know. But it's an interesting discussion. You can it easily is. make the argument for Minshew. I mean, it is. I mean, uh, they beat up on the Bengals 27-17. Minshew was looking at that right there. He was 15-32 with 255 yards. No interceptions. One TD. Um, and by the way, Fournette, I told you he was going to wake up eventually. He's running the ball well. He is and, running the ball well. And he's quietly doing well. And that that's helping Minshew, by the way. <laughs> so that running game is helping him. But, yeah, you're probably right because they're, they're financially invested heavily in Nick Foles, you know. And he got banged up so early. So, yeah, I would guess you're right. But I wouldn't be opposed if they stuck with Minshew for a little while. Um, yeah, so, and to, to kind of, Marone went through a game plan Monday, right? Uh, they said he talked to, you know, the quarterback coach, offensive coordinator. They have a game plan moving forward. He said he'll probably throw scout teams seven on seven, do a lot of work on the side, getting himself ready, and then kind of see where he is and increasing as we go. So they're not going to throw him to the wolves. They're going to ease him back as he returns to practice here, Taz, coming off that broken clavicle, which makes sense. But I do think when he comes back, when he is ready and he's over the scout team and the seven on seven and you know, he's physically ready, and they feel like he's physically ready, and he's up to speed. Yeah, I think they go back to him. Well, and I understand that they've got a backup plan here in Minshew. Well, the good news for them is coming up for them are the Jets. And yeah, they're playing the true. Jets down in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're just Jaguars are literally lick, licking their chops. So, they're in a good spot right now. So, no matter what they do there, quarterback when Foles comes back. Yeah, that, that certainly is. And the final note is the we've seen a lot of trades. The NFL trade deadlines October 29th. The Raiders yesterday paired off former uh, first-round draft choice Garrett Connolly uh, to the Houston Texans. Uh, they get a third-round pick back in return. And what you're starting to see here, and Connolly certainly has his issues away from the football field, there's no doubt. But if you look at the personnel here for Mike Mayock and for John Gruden, Taz, uh, and they've been wrong in Gruden, certainly with uh, Khalil Mack. There was a wrong decision by the Raiders at the time, and Mayock wasn't part of the fold. They're starting to pair guys off and figuring out guys that they believe are part of this team for the future and guys that are not. Texans looking for quarterback help. Uh, you know, They trade their third-round draft choice. The Raiders acquire an asset, not nearly the asset of the value in which they drafted Conley, but they didn't look at Conley as being a guy that was part of their future either. Right. Well, I mean, Raiders got a – they're in a they're – in a, Interesting spot. They're sitting second place in the West, you know, and they, you know, right behind the Chiefs. They got, you know, the three and three. I mean, they're, they, they moves are vital right now because they still quasi could be in this. Especially who knows what's going on, as we talked about earlier, about Pat Mahomes with those Chiefs, right? So who knows? Never know. No, you don't know. So, you know, I mean, I, I don't personally, I don't think they have the talent to be a dominant team in the West, but I just think they got a, you know, meaning, meaning, the, first, meaning the first place team to come out of the West, I should say. But, 
you know, hey, who would have thunk it? They're sitting in second place right now. So, and I think if Carr doesn't fumble that ball through the end zone, that's a completely different game. Absolutely, I agree. I saw that. I know that, you're right. That changes the con. Uh, that changes the entire complexion of that game. It yeah. all sometimes it comes down to one play. I think that took the momentum from Oakland, and I think uh, you know Green Bay was able to spurt away, and that pretty much decided yeah. that game on Sunday. I agree. I agree. There you have it. A little picks can pile up here on this Tuesday morning. It's Taz and the Moose with you. We come back. We'll talk a little World Series. Gets going tonight, amazingly enough. The Fall Classic tonight down in Houston between the Nationals and the Astros. We'll touch upon that, give you our thoughts on the series. It's Taz and the Moose on a Tuesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Sunday, NFL on CBS Doubleheader. Starting with the Colts, Battle of the Broncos. Or Kyler Murray's Cardinals taking on the Saints, followed by the Browns and Patriots going toe-to-toe up in Foxborough. It all begins with the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, only on CBS. Full Nobody classic. Asked. Yeah. No, you got it. Full classic. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Nobody no, asked. Not, Nobody asked. That's not a full no, go it's ahead. It's just about my big toe. So, what a, oh, nobody asked. Nobody you stubbed your toe. Nobody asked how I'm doing. Nobody here. Has your former wrestler that had a former massive, world champion, by the way, absolutely yeah. that had a neck injury. I think you get over a cracked toe. I know, but it hurts it's a broken lot. Broken neck. I I'm understand that. It hurts like hell. I understand that you're not wearing flip flops. You got no. shoes on. You got sneakers on. Protection I know. there. I do, but it hurts so much every time I step. You are the Zion Williamson of CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> well, and just a reminder, Moose, you don't need this, but the audience might. <laughs> Yesterday, I showed concern for Taz. Didn't see oh. him. It was 5.45 or so. Where's Taz? Could right. something have happened on his way to work? Where's Taz? I see Taz. Oh, there you are. Why do you care where I am? There's I've been sl- here for since four thirty. Why are you time stamping me now There's today? A well, that's the paranoia. Yeah, today that's I stubbed my the, toe. That's and not then, whether or not you're concerned. That's <laughs> that's the paranoia setting in. The lack of trust. Right, right. right. today. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's, Within that's, an hour, we haven't gotten him flowers is. for his broken toe, well, and we're all just, horrible people. Well, it's not broken. He's got a cracked toenail that it drew a little hurts. bit of blood. There was a bloodshed. There is, and yeah, and just I just thought someone would have said, "How you feeling?" You mentioned it earlier in the show. And no one, no one here has said, how's the toe? Hey, Taz, Nothing. how's your toe? Hurts. I'm sorry to hear that. Swollen, but I, you know, um, I don't know if it's bleeding in there. I don't think so. But I'll Pete, be all check right. check it. I'll be all what right. What are you going to do about it? What I'm do gonna... you do, a curb stump on the couch? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got I up from, very heavy. I you got, got up from oh. the ottoman. I mean, well, uh, you know, geez. For not, how heavy of a walker are you? For not a tall man, I have a very big foot. I wear a size 15. So well, there you I, go. Yeah, big feet, big yeah. hands. You know what I, mean? I wear a size 15. <laughs> really, that's a, a 10, that's that's but I wear a 15. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just for sure. Clown shoes, Jones. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. awesome. Right. Flip flop, flip flop. That's why I keep tripping. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Oh, man, it hurts so much. I, uh, I have really big toes. Like my, my big toes. I should oh put it on Instagram, my, my Instagram. Get some views on that son of a gun. Did I mention I'll be uh, on YouTube been all like later? That. No one's ever said I'm all toes before. I'm all toes. Yes. I'm all toes. Yeah. <laughs> Watch uh, AW Dark tonight. AW Dark, 7 o'clock Eastern time YouTube. tonight. Yeah, AW Dark. 7 to what? 
Seven and eight. Seven, seven and eight, eight, then you watch World Series. There you go. But you can watch it on the, you know, it's YouTube, so you can watch it on one after. But, but it comes on, it launches at seven. Yeah, big launch at seven. Okay. I, I know everyone's going to be locked in here. No doubt. So, yeah, Taz back yeah. in the booth calling uh, action. Pete's very excited. Pete was talking to me earlier. I have a pre-show, pre-show, pre-show party. It's awesome. Starting at two o'clock. Yeah. So it's <laughs> yeah. Pete will be done cleaning up the latest muffin on the floor. And he'll head home and watch AEW Dome. And he's got a wound As check. The crack of his rear end is on view for everybody. That's actually tomorrow morning. Right. Someone ate the muffin. T- I asked him that story. It's very funny when he told the story that someone took the top of the muffin, and you mentioned that he was cleaning it up, and the bottom of the muffin just exploded. That's what like, Yeah, it was like all uh, over the floor, like like someone was eating it off the floor. Well, it's, it's not just the muffin. It's the fact that his jeans covered half his rear end as he was bending down to clean up the muffin. Yeah, that's a bad look, Pete. That's called railroad ass. <laughs> I used to work for the Long Island Railroad. So a lot of those guys that were out of shape that were trackmen I worked with, they would bend down and crack City Jones. Right, like, plumber's you know, crack. Yeah, that, that too. We used to call <laughs> it railroad ass. Right, that was a Monday morning. That was when you were outside <laughs> in your car, listening, you know, uh, yeah. with the lights on, listening to some ACDC. Yeah. Uh, I was came in and saw Pete's, the, the uh, crack of Pete's rear end. Nice. That's a, that's a happy morning for you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> What's going on, Pocus? Oh, hey, Moose. Uh, oh, so the Patriots are 7-0 and for the third time ever. As Moose so astutely mentioned a few minutes ago, they have outscored those seven opponents by 175 points. And now they're better this morning. New England reportedly adding receiver Mohamed Sanu from the Falcons for a second-round pick. Philip Dorsett caught Tom Brady's TD pass last night at the Jets. Sony Michelle scored three times on the ground. And the defense tricked Sam Darnold into five turnovers. Got a boy, Sammy D, off the back foot all day. Knock, knock, guess who's here? The boogeyman cometh. Scott Zolak having fun. Hold hold on a second. Scott Zolak. Was he on the show before? I believe. Uh, maybe? No, we've had no. this conversation like three no. weeks ago. He's he has not been on the oh, show. Sorry, three Mike, weeks I, ago. I, forgot I, think, I think it was longer than that. No, no, the uh, uh, attack me. Yeah, sorry. It was we had um, the Bengals color analyst. Yes, named this game another Homer. Lapham. Lapham. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. another Homer screaming, yelling, Homer Correct. Jones. Right. Yeah. This guy's the same way. I don't, I'm not sure if Dave Lapham taunts opposing quarterbacks like Scotty was doing last night uh, yeah. after Sam Darnold's fourth and final interception <clears throat> of Monday Night Football. The Pats rolling to a thirty. <laughs> Three-nothing route at the Meadowlands. As always, Bill Belichick wouldn't stop talking after a big win. We have a lot of good players, and um, they played well tonight. His pads have swept the Jets for the fourth consecutive season, beating them by a combined 49 points this time. Uh, it was actually closer in Foxborough with Luke Falk playing quarterback for the Jets earlier this season. The Falcons, meanwhile, confirming a sprained right ankle for QB Matt Ryan. He'll miss practice to start the week, but still could play Sunday against Seattle. Lions running back Carrion Johnson may miss multiple games with Sunday's knee injury, and Ravens linebacker Pernell McPhee likely done for the season with a torn pec. That's three straight weeks Baltimore has lost a defender to a season-ending injury. Zion Williamson's NBA debut, not tonight. June's number one pick had his right knee scoped. He's out six to eight weeks. The Pels kick off the new season without him in Toronto at 8 Eastern. Then the Lakers and Clippers. In Utah, Joe Ingles signs a one-year $14 million extension. He's now under contract for the next three seasons. In Houston, the World Series begins tonight. Garrett Cole throws the first pitch at 7.08 Central. Max Scherzer counters for the Nationals. What they do up and down the order, it's a complete lineup, you know, kind of one through nine. So uh, you got to be executing every single pitch that you, you go out there and throw. 
Uh, that Astro lineup will include your Don Alvarez, the rookie DH, will bat seventh after going one for 22 in the ALCS. In hockey last night, the Blue Jackets won in Toronto for three. Gus Nyquist scoring on a penalty shot in overtime. Guys? All right. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Thanks, pal. You mentioned it. Game one tonight, and we're going to be joined here by Jeff Blum, Astros analyst, the uh, former MLB infielder. He's going to join Taz and myself to close out the program this morning at 8.40 a.m. Eastern time, Taz. But, um, you know, the fall classic tonight, and clearly, I and, and I get we're not playing, you know, kind of big market players here. Uh, it's going to take a little while, I think, for, you know, the, the nation to kind of click into this series. But I think if they do, Taz, I'd be surprised if this is not a great series. Um, now, I know Washington's been off a while. And that's a that's a mountain that they have to overcome, something Jim Leland and the Tigers can do it on two separate occasions. However, if they're able to kind of find their rhythm quickly once again in this series, even with the time off and the extended break in between the NLCS and the World Series, I, I, I think Washington's going to give Houston all they can handle. I think it's a fascinating matchup. I think you know, both bullpens aren't great. You look at the starting rotation, both got, both teams have dominant starters. You've got guys, the the Washington Nationals are the best two-strike hitting team in all of Major League Baseball. They've had a number of big two-out RBI hits throughout the course of the postseason. We know the the Astros have been a team that have played, you know, great team, you know, great defense, timely hitting in terms of the home runs. I think it's setting up for a really good World Series. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. And with this pitching matchup with with, with Cole and uh, Max Scherzer, that it's just tremendous. Uh, that that star power for sure. I mean, and Cole. I mean, God. I mean, uh, uh, this guy's been just about unhittable, you know, throughout the postseason. Um, and they didn't have to use him, you know, in a, in a game seven against the Yanks, you know, because they they beat the Yanks you know, without having to utilize him. So he's been rested. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I, I do think you got a lot of you got a, a lot of firepower on the hill with both these two guys, and and the way these two teams match up. I mean, hopefully they can pull in the casual fan, but who cares? It's the end about the casual fan. Baseball fans like yourself and me, we're gonna be locked in. Watching oh, I can't this. wait. And, uh, I think it's gonna be great. I'm looking forward to it. Who do you like to win the series? Oh wow, Blunt Jones, right at it. I know. Well, I'll give you. Ballpark, I like that. Huh? I'm on. I'm on the Nats no, train. Happy. The Astros will win the World Series. All right, so we're in a disagreement there. You think it's seven game series, six game series, six? You think it's Astros, six? Yes. I'm gonna go. Market. I'm gonna go Nats in seven. Wow. I hope we get a. Cl- I, I want to see a classic series. This has not been a, a great postseason. You know, I'm not gonna. How can I pull? I can't. Oh, no, I don't expect a Met fan to root for the Nats. I expect you to root for the Astros. I I expected you to pick the Astros. Yeah, I don't don't disagree with that. That would be like me picking the Red Sox. I mean, I I agree with you. I'm not going to. But but, but let me interrupt you. Why wouldn't you, as a Yankee fan, why wouldn't you want to see the Astros win because then your team got eliminated by the best team? You don't like that. Okay, I understand. Some people don't like that. I got it. Do you know what I mean? I, I do. I that know mean. Some people that, hate that. I agree. I, but, I there, but there are people that keeps them, oh, at least we lost to the team that won the World right. Series. So it's not that big of a deal. Or, you know, it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, it... I don't. To me, you lost. You lost. Right, yeah. You know, right. Even if the team goes on to have success, you still. It doesn't matter. You have an opportunity to win a series, and you, you fail on multiple different levels. It's still a disappointment. That doesn't really do all that much for me. I know people that did, that would be kind of you know that that thing works for them where yeah. they say ah, it's kind of the warm, cozy <laughs> well, blanket at night. It doesn't well, do anything for me. As your kids get older and they keep playing sports, you'll <laughs> that'll be that's a parent's narrative. Narrative when your team, your son's team, gets eliminated in a tournament and he's in a car crying. You're like, hey, listen, this other team's going to win the whole thing, and you guys got beat by the best. And then that kid's like, oh. 
Oh, and then they oh, think, I, I the can understand. Stops. <laughs> yeah, trust me. You think of all different spin jobs. Oh, on I can. It. Oh, yeah. But listen, I can understand that. Yeah. I can understand that because you're trying to lessen it for your son Correct. or daughter right. and the impact, and you, you want them to kind of you know deal with it a little bit better. I get that. I yeah, understand yeah. that. As a as a fan, you know, yeah. watching it is you know it that doesn't uh, the disappointment is still going to ring true. Now, have you gotten over this Yankee loss? Um, no, not yet. It's going to be a little while. As it's going to be a little while. When you were on WFN last night, did people call about the Yankees? Uh, it was a football show. So what? Uh, no, we did mostly. It was an hour. We were, uh, no, it was a, a football show. one giant, hour show? No, an hour and a half sponsored, giant sponsored show. Oh, wow. Fancy. So, uh, no, I was filling in. I don't, I, I was filling in. Carl Banks and Kim Jones were both off, so I did the so, show solo. I did it on remote last night um, from. Um, uh, you got one Empire of those fancy City. boxes? No, I didn't do it from home. Can you imagine me doing it from home? The kids wouldn't let me breathe. <laughs> That'd be great radio. Uh, kids, <laughs> imagine the background sound. Kids would be screaming, Daddy, be Daddy, awesome. <laughs> Daddy. I'd be like, Donna, get him out of the room. I'd, I'd lock myself into a room, and this is what you'd hear in the background. <laughs> like, what's that banging sound? We got a bad line. That's my son trying to kick the door down. <laughs> throwing his hockey stick at the exactly door. Exactly right. Daddy, lay with me. Daddy, put oh. me to sleep. Daddy, oh give me God. a bed. Daddy, 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 daddy. Oh uh, yeah. No, that would that would that would not the have gotten. Program over director would love that. Oh, <laughs> he got mad because you wore a hood in the building. Imagine that. When you're co-hosting with your kids. <laughs> that what are not... all these kids doing here? <laughs> we have to pay all four of them. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> they gotta go in the union. Right. Yeah, exactly right. You got to get uh, after a call. Sag. Jackson Malusis has got to get his SAG card. He was on the air last night. He owes dues. He has a direct deposit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm tired of hearing from Ackerman. My way, you, you can't, I talk to, you can't oh. put in for them. You can't put in for your kids. You you and Jackson no. can't have the same vacation, Moose. It's not happening. Can't do it. Uh, <laughs> that's funny, man. Uh, yeah. What a world. What a world. Yeah. Oh, no, Beckham Jr. gets fined, Taz. OBJ is back in the news. We'll touch upon that. We'll do it next. It's Taz and the Moose with you on this Tuesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Taz, got to give a shout-out for the Sugar Rush and really the wonderful gift. Jesse Perez, right, uh, sent us a nice note. Hello, Taz and the Moose. I'm a very loyal listener to the show. I listen via the podcast. Heard you guys discussing your favorite candies so I thought, why not send you some just uh, to show my appreciation and joy from Jesse Perez. Hashtag, we over. Oh. Sent us uh, a 36 count of whatchamacallits <laughs> and uh, a huge box of Reese's pumpkins. The Reese's peanut butter, oh pump, uh, peanut butter cups Shaped in the like shape a pumpkin. of pumpkins right. for Halloween. Jesse, that's so nice of you. Thank yes. you so much. That's awesome. No doubt, Jesse. Thank you very much. You threw me off my diet. 
That's okay. I had to watch McCallan at uh, at seven forty-five a.m. Yeah, but anyway, no, no, it's awesome. It's really it's nice great. of him to do this, and so much candy and honestly, um, it's awesome. I haven't seen a watch McCallan. There's one. There's one. Uh, there's not been there, right? I mean, I took. Oh, there's, oh, there's plenty. No, no, I wasn't counting. I was just <laughs> no, 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 because Pete the body. Oh, when I brought the box in there, yeah. no, you know, Pete. Sorry, I gotta say, Pete goes. Watch him call it. Watch him. Uh, yeah, Pete, I'll give you some. Yeah. Like, please, I need some. It's the greatest candy in the world. I love what you call it. Well, you mentioned bar. it first. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, but there's only one. There's only one gas station near me that has them. I, uh, I don't find a, there's no, they're not all over the place. Change the wrappers. <laughs> so, they did. They used to be yeah. orange. Remember, like orange or red? Were they orange? They used to be red or orange. Oh, they, yeah. It's a little bit. And I more actually think they were, they were a little thinner now. Now we're ripping Jesse's. Like. He gave us the he gave us the cheap version of the Watch McCall. No, Thanks, this, Jesse. This is great. No, I'm kidding. No, these are great. No, they changed the wrapper though for sure, but they're delicious. They taste the same. Oh my god, that's great. Let me tell you something. These Reese's peanut butter cups, I can eat that whole thing. How many's in there? I can't even Let's see. see here. There's there's a ton. I mean, this is like something you get at BJ's. Thirty eight. I can eat all of them. Like now. I think that's thirty eight times two, right? It's a deuce. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's seventy two of them. Want to eat them all now? Easy to burn off. Yeah. <laughs> Bilotti also told me in my head, he's like, I want 10 of them. I'm like, all right, Pete. Yeah, I'm not 12. Pete. <laughs> no, but the, the thing is, Jesse was very kind of him. And, oh, very and, nice. And, you know, I usually check candy before I eat it. I didn't check this one. So, Jesse, hopefully you didn't, like, inject, like, some cyanide in these bars. Well, it's from a, it's from a, <laughs> no, stop. My God, it's I'm from a it's Venus. from a well respected shipping entity. I'll really? put it that way. Yes. Okay. Well, I know I just. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, big time. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, think yeah, you yeah, have yeah, to worry. Yeah, I don't think point. you have to worry about contamination. I didn't look. I just delved right in. I got know, the candy. Made, I didn't right. even this read was that. Not, this was not a. This was not an individually wrapped apple when we were kids showing up at the door <laughs> in saran wrap. Right in saran wrap, where yeah. you're like, you know, don't bite into that apple. I'm looking for Jesse's tweet because I know yesterday he tweeted both of us. He uh, did. My social media me, take two. My social. Okay. Anyway, I saw his tweet. Social media manager told me I hired a guy now. He does my social media. I don't think. Mike, might, you got to take a picture of these and send them out to Jesse and thank him. Well, the butcher calls is kind of half empty now. That's the only oh, problem. Just the, yeah, I just found his tweet to the show, so I uh, just gave a retweet out from that yesterday. There you go. Very nice. Yeah, that's not. We should see now. I feel bad. He should have been in a, a steam fancy football tournament. Okay. That's right. Who's winning that? By the way, is, is still, going, still going on? Bellotti, uh, Mister Fantasy Football, said, "Who knows?" Yeah, well, because he won last year. He's Eli, done. Poor Eli in Sacramento. He's like dominating the league. He's so pissed. Eli's like, man, these guys they suck at fantasy football. I thought they were going to be locked in. We were supposed to be Eli, but you know, stuff happens. Hey, Eli's <laughs> still in first at seven and zero. Well, he might Great. stay there. All right. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. What is that? I, you about excitement. That's a good job. Here's the yeah. problem. I don't think a lot of us have made moves, you know, like with bye weeks, and we have players that are playing that weren't even supposed to be playing, you know? Yeah, that, that, that's true. Well, I've, done, I've adjusted my roster. My roster is not particularly good, but I, I, my team's not bad. My quarter, you know, I've just gotten some inconsistent play at certain spots. Well, you were Barkley. boasting that you got Barkley back. Oh, the, oh, I did. I know. 72 yards and a touchdown. I need more from Barkley. Just came back. Give him a chance. I understand. It was against Arizona. My son says, over my kid yards? watches the game. He goes, he's the best running back ever. I go, no, he's not the best running back ever. He, well, because, you know, in my well, son's mind, his generation, like, 
I go, dude, there were like running backs. And he starts spitballing. I'm like, wow, he did his homework. He spit my kids. Tell me about Earl Campbell, Gail Sayers, Tony Dossett. Barry Sanders? Yeah, Barry Sanders. And I'm like, this kid is not better than them right now. Maybe one day he will, but not. Yeah. you can't deem him. But for younger people, he's like their guy. You know what I mean? So he's like, no, no and I get it. He's a, he's a wonderful. I think he's the best running back in the league. I would agree yeah. with your son on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but I don't think he's the greatest running back the NFL's ever seen. I no, think he's I, got a. I've, uh, you know, I, I, you know, Sanders never retired early for, due to the frustration of losing in Detroit. I was having a conversation uh, the other day with somebody who's a huge Barry Sanders fan. He would have set a mark that that Emmett could not have touched in yeah. terms of rushing the football, in terms of being the all-time leading rusher. He would have passed Sweetness. Mm. Um, mm. He would have, and and I don't think Emmett Smith would have been able to touch it. But Sanders decided to call a career early. He was frustrated out in Detroit. Um and but in terms yeah. of you know, he was a, such an amazing running back really was he, uh, and I get that he was a kind of an all or nothing guy he's a different type but when he was in the open field has what he was able to oh, do no, making guys look foolish going the other way and he'd go to zig and zag yeah, he, he was, was an amazing running back you know who would have if you know he didn't have to retire young would have been amazing and gone down as one of the best I feel is Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis, yeah, he really was on that road, you know. But then he got, you know, the knee injuries, the knee. And remember, he couldn't see in the well. He had the migraines, migraines. Yeah, remember. And then he had the braces to help out the yeah. migraines, and he was dealing with all that. Yeah, he Terrell was Davis, else, though, man. he was something else. He was good. <laughs> what was he? I think he was a fifth round pick out of Georgia. Uh, yeah, he definitely went to Georgia. He went to Georgia. I think he was a fifth round pick by the Denver Broncos, I believe. But he was a hell of a running back. He yeah, really he was. really went sixth, sixth, sixth round, round pick. pick. Amazing, think about that. right? Sixth round pick. He was real good. I think he could have, you know, I know people are saying, Terrell Davis, no, nah, if he would have, you know, he, he he left early. If he would have kept, like, he was really, really good. But, then, again, it's a durability. We talked about Zion Williamson before. You know, you got to be durable. You yeah, know? you got to stay healthy. You got to avoid the serious knee injury. You got to avoid all that to make sure that uh, you're able to stay on the field and be really, really productive. But there's no doubt about Barkley's brilliance now, but he's got a long way to go to be the best ever. Yeah. Um, but is he capable of being the best ever? Yeah, Tez, I don't think it's out of the realm to say when Barkley's career is over, he might be the best running back ever, but he's got a lot of work to do to get got there. Time. He's young. Yeah. Yeah. We got the three coming your way next. It's Taz and Moose with you here on this Tuesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.